Hey guys, and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. My name is Spencer Feenstra, the host and creator of the zoo. I'm here just to talk to you about things that are on my mind and on my heart. I hope you'll enjoy the show. If you do, please check us out on all social medias at The Feenstra Zoo. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. Good morning and welcome back to the zoo. As always, I so very much appreciate you taking some of your very valuable time to spend with me. Also, I want to say thank you to this season's sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. Uh, they are the number one rated 100% online therapy place. If you have any issues, you just need a sounding board, someone to talk to, they're absolutely there. Uh, Click the link in the description in the show notes or go to betterhelp.com forward slash the Zoo. They're more than willing to help you out with whatever you need. Not much for housekeeping today, but I, I do want to just jump right into the meat and potatoes of this episode. But first, we have to welcome our lovely co host, Miss Shalane, my lovely wife. Say Hi, everyone. <laughs> Now, this episode's a little different. Um, this was actually proposed to me by a coworker and new listener who uh, who reached out to me. Um, he, and he just asked me the question, and I felt like it deserved some more public talk, some just a bit more formal answer. Uh, I've talked to him directly about this, but um, basically he, he posed the question to me that there, there's a contradiction, or he felt there's a contradiction in in biblical um, foundings for a healthy relationship, um, where a man can both be the head of his household and a servant to his wife. I really liked this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, before I jump into what I've got, what are your initial thoughts on it, babe? I think my initial thoughts when you brought up this question and we had this conversation about it was, I never really thought of it that way, actually. <laughs> and then my second thought was my big fat Greek wedding, where <laughs> every head has a neck and the neck gets to turn the head any way she wants to. <laughs> yeah, and the, I... I'd never really thought about it like that either um, before I, I drilled down on it. And I I kind of was taken aback by it, one, because I didn't expect this question from this guy, but also because I was like, I, I never saw it as a contradiction. I don't think it, like it is, but it also isn't at the same time. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, in almost every act, like you could say that or put this contradiction into every aspect, right? Like, a king is the head of his kingdom, but to be a good king, he has to properly serve his people. If you don't properly serve your people, you don't have a kingdom to be the king of. Right. Right? Jesus constantly was serving, not just God, but, like, serving the people and helping the people. In any good leadership role, you have that, you should have that balance. And the greatest in the kingdom of heavens are those who are humble and serve. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've always thought of it, too. Um, but I, I talked to the pastor of our church, 
um, Andy, and he, he first jumped to the same verse I did, which was Ephesians 5, 21 to 33. And I thought I'd kind of go through this, not line by line, but kind of break it down as much as I can realistically do so on a half hour podcast and just kind of pick it apart and see where it lands us. Um, Basically, verse 21, it starts off with submit yourselves to one another because of your reverence for Christ. And like we just finished talking about, like Christ was the example here. He came and he served his people, even though, yes, he is the one sitting on the throne. Um, Forward a little bit to, to verse 23, where it says, For a husband has the authority over his wife, just as Christ has his authority over the church. Again, same principle here. But on, on this note here, I don't take this as I'm better than my wife in any way. Exactly. Th- that's not what it's saying. It's the husband has the authority of the household, especially back when this was written. Um, now with culture and everything the way it is, it's not quite as well defined in in our generations in recent history. Um, but you go back, hell, even my parents' generation, and it's very clearly defined hierarchy in the home. Mm-hmm. So it's just not that way in, in current culture. I think no matter what you say, though, every group has a leader. Of course. Every properly functioning group has a leader. Yeah. And that's no different than a family dynamic. That my thought exactly. Um, forward to verse twenty-five. It says, "Husbands, love your wife, love your wife as Christ loved the church, and gave his life for it." Now, this husbands love your wife. Yes, absolutely. I wish to love my wife with every fiber of my being, and again, taking Christ's example. Um, he loved his church and he served his church to the point of giving his life, which mm-hmm. is the ultimate <laughs> the ultimate love is to, to lay down your life for someone. Um, forward to verse 31 here, it says, For she, she being the wife, is the reason a man will leave his parents and unite with his wife and the two will become one flesh. This for me brings us back to an equality because mm-hmm. we're we are one flesh for me to serve you properly it's it's really it's bringing you to my level like we're on we are both taking care of our home albeit in very different respects we're both taking care of our home with the same love and desire yeah exactly now i did want to po- pause on that line there um the two will become one flesh because I think an important note here is to remember that it's it's really easy to attribute that line, the two will become one flesh and just think about sex. Now, teenage Spencer reading this, 100% that's what I thought of. Now, current Spencer, no longer a teenager for a number of years. Um, I mean, yes, it is sex, but it's it's more the heart our hearts uniting um 
through through a million different connecting points. It's becoming a united front. Exactly. Yes. It it's us literally sharing our lives in every aspect together to become the this unit, yeah. this indivisible force. It's the line I've used a million times here. It's the ties that bind us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It continues as sharing your problems, sharing your victories, sharing your health issues, your dreams, your plans, possessions. It's it's us becoming glued together and completely inseparable over time. That's what two becoming one flesh mean. And And finally, my final point on this here is just that one flesh is the chosen covenant of forever with your spouse. It's not a contact and have an exit clause. It's not a contract. It's forever and ever, no exceptions. The only way out, pine box. Yep, exactly. Or fancier, whatever your chosen <laughs> method is. <laughs> I really like how you worded it, and I really enjoy how... No matter how many of these podcasts I do with you, everything comes back down to communication. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at its foundation, yeah. I mean, it really comes back to we can't be successful without being on the same page. Mm -hmm. And with if you're not on the same page, you don't want to serve your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Right? Like, and I think that we've touched on that just a little bit before, too. I think usually around when we're doing like our challenges in yeah. February, when we're talking about, you know, you have to make that conscious choice sometimes. And stepping past that line and making that conscious choice is what serving your spouse is. Essentially, it's more than just willing and able, it's the choice, too. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think of you know, it's one thing to make or to do household chores or to make dinner or do all these little things when because you, you know, it's the rhythm and you have to type of a thing, but like it's way more serving when you don't want to, (laughs) 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 right? Like that comes down to anything, (laughs) yeah. It comes down to anything. Like, that's what serving is, is it's making a conscious choice to do those things. And we've talked about how, like, love is that way, too. Yeah, we actually, not too long ago, we had a conversation about serving in the church that way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you all know I serve on the sound team at church. Um, Shalane serves in what we call 180, which is our kids' ministry. And... Some Sundays, especially with sound, like I have to be there at like 6.30 in the morning. It's not easy to get up at, to be at church for 6.30 on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. On your weekend and you've worked <laughs> like a lot. One day off and, you know, it's go, go to church super early because that's what we volunteered for sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But those are the days that you get the most out of it. We have this conversation all the time. Those are the days that you get the most out of it. And those are the days I feel like we're truly serving. Because it's easy 
right? You pop when your you head want up. to. Yeah, your head pops off the pillow. You're like, oh, let's go. Let's do it. Right. And great. And that's, you know, in a way, that's how it should be. Yeah. Right. You're supposed to serve with a grateful heart. But I do not believe that serving with a grateful heart means that it's easy or that you always want to. <laughs> yes. And you're absolutely right. It's the exact same way with, with relationship. You know, some days I just don't want to <laughs> insert whatever here. You know, sometimes I just don't want to be present in the moment. I just want to shut off. But you need my attention. No, it's a it's a date night. It's something where, you know, maybe I've had a long day and I just want to come home, bury my head in something and distract myself. Yeah. But I get home and you're like, hey, I need this done and I need this done before we can wind down tonight. It's the choice. It's that conscious decision of, yes, I will love my wife and love my family. So I'll take out the garbage, fix whatever, make whatever, make the bed even, like whatever it happens to be. For the record, in our household, that is a blue job. (laughs) Yes, making the beds is a blue job. But that's it exactly, right? And I think that when you take it from a relationship standpoint and you understand the choice of choosing to love and choosing to serve your spouse, I think that then the only... Then the only logical head of the house is where you need a head of the house and a leadership in and in a leadership role, I guess I should say, right? Yeah. And nurturing and fathering the the relationship with God in our house and the teachings of God in our house. And like I said, every group still needs a leader. Yeah. Now, we've kind of gone past where I've got notes on here, but the point I want to make with what does it mean to submit to your spouse? Now, when most of us hear submit, they hear being submissive or being a servant to, putting yourself in a place of inferiority. One, that's not what God's called us for. We're not to be inferior to someone else. It's meant as a place of sub, well, support more than submission. Yes, submission is the technical term, but it's, you know, coming under your spouse and lifting them to the place they need to be. God doesn't want us to be doormats. God wants us to come, he wants me to come underneath my spouse and lift her up so that she can achieve her goals. She can achieve what she needs to, even if it's just something simple and in the household or lifelong goals or whatever. You know, we've it, it's coming underneath and coming behind my wife and pushing her to be the best version of herself. And continuing that, it, it's bringing yourself to be in a place of vulnerability to your spouse. I like that terminology better. As as men, we don't we don't put ourselves in vulnerable positions. We don't show our cards very easily. It's taken Shalane and I almost ten years of marriage, and I still find myself guarding every now and again. Less and less every day. But I have 
I don't want to use the word traumas. I have wounds from the past. I I don't know. I could get therapy on it and whatever. But it's like <laughs> I have places in my life from from past relationships and whatever where I just don't like to show my hand. Shalina and I have talked about it numerous times, but I get really skittish around things like money and things like, um, you know, just talking about past relationships because I don't have a clean past. It's not quick and easy stories. It's just there's stuff that happened, be it remote romantic relationships or family relationships. I don't like showing my cards. But being submissive to Shalane, being in that place of vulnerability means that to grow together, I have to be completely open and honest with that stuff. This is more what it's talking about being submissive to my spouse. It's like it's not being inferior to, but it's making sure I pull her up with me and I bring her up and we're a unit together so that we can have no secrets, no anything, and we're always on the same page. So, I know from from a woman's perspective, does that sound about right? Does that sound like I'm going down the right rabbit hole? (laughs) I think that you're going down the right rabbit hole, yes. Um, I think that... When you change the terminology from submitting to being vulnerable, it's a bit easier to of a terminology to swallow, I guess. The way I Submissive think of it has some weird connotations right? to it. And I don't know, it's just like one of those words that like most people it like leaves a bad taste in their mouth. The way I always took that was the pendulum of there always being someone in the head position and someone in the cheerleader position because that's life, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. So everyone has, there's always times and there's always roles where someone's in the top and someone has to be in the cheerleading role. And that's a little bit more where I think about where I think about it which is why I said I really like the more of the terminology of vulnerability is I think that just um I think that just being vulnerable is a better terminology I don't know maybe it's taking it slightly off topic because I think that a lot of these words have really good, I think, historical meaning. They're supposed to mean... Right. Right? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, we could go down the rabbit hole of, you know, this This is the translation from whatever, and this is the translation from whatever, and it comes... Submissive to- in this passage doesn't just mean submissive as we know it in the 21st century. Right. It, it's not just a, a cut and dry, you are second in command. Exactly. So... I think that's why I liked the word vulnerable. And that's my take on how I always saw it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was a really rambly answer. I don't know. 
No, it. I think it does sum up everything quite nicely, though, to... Are these contradictory statements? No. I can be both... But yes. <laughs> I can be both head of my household as well as submissive or vulnerable to mm-hmm. my wife at the same time. Now, again, I feel it's necessary to reiterate, head of my household does not mean that I am in control 100%. Yes, I am the figurehead, but it's not a it's not a cut and dry. It's a pendulum. Yeah. There are moments where I need to be the head and make the decisions and do things. There are times when you need to take the lead and and be in charge. And I think that, you know, a family dynamic is a well-oiled machine that way. Yeah, and I I feel like it's more than just a role we play or a title we hold. It, it's not a, I don't know, it comes back to, it's it's not cut and dry, but it, it more boils down to, I don't know, off the cuff here, it's like Spencer is head of the household and he deserves that respect, whereas I don't think as a, as a wife you, you need that title or affirmation as well. I think it's when you say it that way. Or when you bring up that, I don't know, terminology, I guess. It's no different as how, um, like, men desire respect, whereas women desire love. Yeah. Right? It's just different languages. Which is also biblically founded, but I don't have my reference points for that. I think it's actually not too far off from the passage I quoted here, but anyway... (laughs) Ephesians 5.33. So it's literally the next verse in my... Ephesians 5.33. It's literally the next verse from what I was quoting. Ephesians 5.33. That a husband must love his wife and a wife must respect her husband. Both commands are unconditional. The hard part is that respect comes more easily to men and love comes more easily to women. There we go. Hold on. Yeah, it's so I say again, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Okay, so it kind of added that last part in there. But the essence is, though, that... (laughs) Perfect. I feel like that's a good place to finish. I've got everything I wanted to say off my chest. I'm just here for support. Fantastic. Well, I will sign off there, guys. Again, thank you so much for spending time with us here. If you have anything you'd like to add, share, contribute, disagree with me on, we have a fantastic new Facebook group, The Fiendstra Zoo. Go and check us out. You can share all your thoughts there and let me know what you think about this. Um, As well, don't forget to check out the Podbelly Network. Uh, podbelly.com forward slash the fiendster zoo fantastic place if you want to get some references for how to start your own podcast or you're just searching for something different there is some truly one-of-a-kind podcasts on that network 
Don't forget about this season's sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. Uh, talked about it at the beginning of the show. Fantastic place. If you need help, please check them out. They are fantastic. And finally, if you do like what we do here, you want to help out the show in a monetary sense, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash the Zoo. There you can send a one-time donation and everything you put in there goes 100% right back into the show to upgrade software, hardware, or just keep me caffeinated. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But for this week, guys, thank you so much. I love you and God bless.